Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. I reckon you should do it <coughs> first next week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just build after up everyone. Six, so next week, Toby oh no, is going to start us say, off. Next I week. say almost every time afterwards, I'm like, oh yeah, I should do it next week. Oh yeah, no, no, no. And it never happens. No, it never happens. It's because we're not doing it next week. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's been a great week of Super Rugby, only let down by the fact that the Crusaders and Blues... What would have been an absolute amazing match was cancelled. But apart from that, it was still great rugby on the weekend, wasn't it, Tobes? Yes, I agree. Totally agree. But we do have to plug ourselves. But this week, Tobes, I'm just going to ask for something quite simple. From me? No. Well, well, from you as well, maybe. (laughs) You'll only get simple, mate. (laughs) (laughs) If you are a supporter of the show, get yourself on Twitter, join the Twitter page, and share the podcast link to everyone in your contacts list. Oh, that's huge. One button, isn't it? Just retweet. Don't know. All you have to I do, don't know how to do is that. press the retweet the retweet button and it will go to everyone in your contacts and you will be ashamed of the fact that you've pushed us out to all your friends. But that'll be fine. So if you could do that, it'd be great. But if you oh. want to get hold of us, uh, then there are the various forms which you'll find in the description below. Yes. Make without, sure you read them. Without further doubt. Without further ado, God, are you okay, mate? A few, few <laughs> beers last night, mate. <laughs> beers last night. We've got breaking DCs. news. Do, do we? We have breaking news. Yeah. <clears throat> do you want to go for the first one? Yeah. Uh, Dave Rennie's Wallabies scoop up Scrum Guru Duplessis. What do you think? I reckon it's good from Dave. He's done well. You, you say Dave like you know him. But yeah, I yeah. do. Uh, oh, do you know what? He's a gizzy boy. He's a gizzy boy, isn't he? No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> he's a Bay of Plenty boy, Yes, I think. he is, yeah. <clears throat> I think Dave Rennie is scaring me a little bit. 
I think he's doing a good. I, I want him to succeed. I do want him to succeed, really but like not him. that well. No, and he is—he's building a good team. He's recruiting, isn't he? He's doing well. He's recruiting a very, very good team, and you know, as I said last week, that those Aussies, are, there's, there's enough there. And and if you think about it, you think about where New Zealand were going back a number of years, and they started with a very young group of players. Yeah. And built them through. Rebuilding after that 2007 World Cup yeah. kind of thing. And, you know, Australia have capitulated at the perfect time, which is basically four years before a World Cup. Yeah. They've There's only capi- one way up for Dave, isn't there? Yeah, you know, you know it, what would be worse <coughs> for them is if they capitulated in two years' time yeah. and then they're scrambling around. But they've capitulated. They've got to look to the youth. A lot of their big overseas players are older anyway. Yeah. And they're going, okay, out with the old. In with the new, by pure luck. They've got a great coach in. He's building a really good coaching team. And they've got some really good talent. Some young young talent. I mean, there's guys that are putting their hand up. You know, guys guys like Carmichael Hunt, you know, is looking class. There's just so many of those that I'm starting to look at now and think, ooh, you know, the Aussies are going to be no pushover. And what scares me is in three years' time, they're, they're... potentially going to be in a really good spot by pure pure um dumb luck is it dumb luck though well just to have an absolute meltdown at the perfect time is a little bit it's almost perfect perfect timing isn't it it's forcing their hand to make changes yeah and with covid they've had the time to really think about it. correct yeah so for me that he's worrying me but he is building a great scrum coach mate and and yeah the thing that I don't like about the story is they go on to say that, you know, it's it's Australia's weakest part of their game. I, I disagree with that. Mm. I think their scrum over the last few years has been very good. I think their line-out's been very, very solid, arguably you know, just as solid as any other international yeah. side. Their problem is their game management has been terrible over the past. You know, you, you look at, oh, what's your game plan? Run it from anywhere. It's a good game plan, to be fair. <laughs> it's a sounds great like, game plan to watch. Like super rugby. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just to have that, you know, international, we're playing England, yeah. run it from anywhere, it's just not going to work, is it? Yeah, I agree. But next one up is that Scotty Robinson and the Crusaders oh, are how, naughty boys. How bad's this, though? I don't think it's that bad. Oh, of course it is. No. Yeah, they've, they've got pissed up and they've broken the trophy. The Super Rugby Aotearoa Trophy. Okay, oh. so can I tell you why I don't think it's that bad? Why? Okay, you win the Super Rugby competition. Yes. What are you going to do? Well, you, are you going to have your beers? Well, you, you drink, are you going to have your beers? You're not supposed to drink beer out of it, are you? Yeah, no, hang on. Are you, you, you can't it's drink not, beer. It's not a trophy. Hang on, a, no, no, no. no it's I'm not asking a you. to drink beer out of. You should keep it to the side. Oh, it's quite delicate. <laughs> okay, hang on. You know, hang on. Oh, just, just let me, you answer the question. If you win the Super Rugby competition, are you going to have a few beers? I might have a lemonade or two. Okay. Are you, while you're having a few beers, are you going to look at the trophy? Uh, yeah, you. No, just answer yes or no. You're yes. like bloody yeah. politician here. Right? Yes. yes, you are. Yes. All right. So let's be honest. You're now designing a rugby trophy. Half cut. <laughs> you're designing a half, you're designing a trophy. <laughs> For guys who are going to be absolutely wasted, who are going to celebrate with the trophy, do you make it this delicate pearl that it is? Yeah, it is, it is. But Jimmy, well, 
Like one of the players apparently took out the little, you know, the the. I, I, it's like an axe or something that that the, the, that he's holding. Yeah, I'm doing this a really bad disservice, <laughs> I know. To to protect it and lost it. <laughs> Did they not, lose it? They lost it. Yeah. No. So anyway, oh. I, I, have they found it though? I'm not sure. Oh, that's even worse. You know what I mean? so lost like, it. So I, I think what's happened is they've had way too oh. many beers, and we all know when you have a few beers, you don't make the best decisions. They've made some bad decisions. I'm not saying they shouldn't have taken better care of it, but I might go as far to say as the people who created the trophy should have really realised the way that it was going to be celebrated with. Let's go World Cup. What happens? They're all in the bath, aren't they? They're all in the showers. There's drinking out of the cup, you know. There's never been, there's never been in the history of sport that I can ever remember a picture of the players after winning the cup with the cup in a glass cabinet behind them. You know, it's they're always like, come on! Yeah, true. But that's why it shouldn't have potentially been something so precious. That's right. Or maybe they, they give them that one and mm. then they give them like a, a replica, like the Ashes. Yeah. So you know the Ashes, yes. they give them the real trophy to celebrate with. That's it. And then they go, now you can have a replica. And then they, that's it. They don't get the, they don't get the real doesn't one the again. Real, doesn't the real thing go to like back into Lords? Yes. So li- literally the they, they give it for that on TV, yeah. I touch the trophy and then that's it. The, then that's it. That goes back behind closed doors. Yeah. Because it's so... Precious. Precious. Yeah, yeah. wow. But it, I do get it. Still I, not good, though. It's still not good. Doesn't no. look good, does it? No. Doesn't look good for the Crusaders. But no. you know what? I still feel a little bit sorry for him. Next one up. We're going to go for the major story. Yeah. He's proving a lot of people wrong. There you go. I think it was because at the start, they hadn't had the best of starts in the uh, Super Rugby normal competition but they've definitely held their own we, you know you look at the game on the weekend they've held their own yeah he's a young pup isn't he yeah. so he's a year younger than me so he's 39 still pretty old and um, he's he's coached for quite a while finishes his career a little bit earlier than he might have wanted through injury and he went and coached at Leicester as an assistant coach I yes. think for a start did quite well then he got the full banana job and it went pear shaped at Leicester. At Leicester, right. and there's a bit of a bit of a split. Some people think it was it was his fault. Some people think it was the director of rugby's fault. But it didn't it didn't end well. So he's he's maybe potentially coming back to New Zealand with his tail between his legs a little bit. Yeah, that's maybe I'm I'm just you know filling in the gaps here. I mean, he to might be fair, feel like that. Aaron Major's got some pretty good people around him. Very, very good. Have you seen what he's wearing on his head? I know. He's, uh, head, he's he? adopted. <laughs> Cheers, Tony. I think that he's done a great job. I even agree. if he hasn't, even if it's not just him, even if it's Tony Brown, he's still got Tony Brown on his team, isn't he? Yeah. And you look at them, they are solid throughout now. They've improved every game. Solid yes, throughout, and we are going to go. Also, you know, the only game that they really lost badly was against the Crusaders, where they lost by twenty points, I think. Yeah, but it still was. But every, it still was tight. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like every other game has been within reach. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So has he proved people wrong? I'm not sure whether he's. I think no one thought he was a poor coach. Uh, well, I think the the thing there was. He's a new coach in a new competition. 
How's he going to go? And with a weak team. Correct. Because let's be honest. Or the weakest of the New Zealand team. I wouldn't say it's a weak team. No, definitely not now. But it's the weakest of the New Zealand teams. You look at how many players left at the end of last year, big name players, how he's managed with his coaching team to even get out a competitive side week in, week out, let alone a winning side let alone a team that we could see developing and moving into the realms of winning the Super Rugby competition next year if they get a couple of extra players in. Yeah. You know, that's an incredible feat, isn't it? I love this next story. Love this next story. So fans' frustration over Randraja, I haven't even done that, and Tuolangi being starved of the ball for the new clubs. So... You've got two of the biggest runners in world rugby. One's playing for Simi Ranrajra, playing for the Bristol Bears and... Sail Sharks. Sail Sharks for Tuolangi. And <clears> they're <throat> disappointed that they have not made enough running meters. So I, I actually watched the um, Bristol Bears game. Good game? Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he touched the ball about three times. Three or four times, and when he did touch it, well, he touched it a bit more, but when he did touch it, there was one where he, he could have gone through, and he just knocks it on, and you're like, I mean, to be fair, it was actually chucking it down. Yeah. It was so, so wet for those weekend games, but he didn't get much ball. Really didn't get much ball. What do you think the game plan of the opposition was going to be? Oh, shut them down. <laughs> they shut. I'll tell you what, they shut them both down fantastically. Yeah. Because that's all the Bristol Bears were going to do, and I'm sure the sh- I'm sure the Sale Sharks are going to do that too. Yeah, I think Tuilangi is a really interesting. He plays normally nine matches a year. He's so so he's so injury prone. Isn't you know, he, he turns it on, doesn't he, for the England, England, England matches, yeah. and uh, he's a little bit injury prone. Um, I think they'll be both excellent for their clubs, but. Game plans are going to be centered around stopping these boys from yes. making the opposition look stupid. So I think. The best thing for those two is to have game something else of the game plan, as in they'll look a lot better <clears throat> if they put other people into space. Yeah, I mean, to, to a little bit easier because other to teams are going to absolutely just shut them down. Yeah, you can use Tuilangi and say, "Oh, we'll just put the ball behind him, and he's still yeah. a real threat." And yes. then you do that for half the game, and then you give him one. Whoa, Correct, he's away, isn't he? Yeah, it's a little bit more difficult for Semi Marin Raja unless they play him at thirteen. Well, he, did, where did was they, he playing? Was he playing at twelve? Because if he's playing at if he's playing at thirteen, it becomes very hard to stop him. But they they could potentially put him on the wing. Yeah, and if they play him on the wing, I think he's he's wasted. Here you go finished with two runs for six meters. Yeah, that's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. And so he, so he touched the ball six times. So he got how much did he get paid for every time he touched the ball? Hundred grand? No, I don't know. <laughs> A huge amount, isn't it? Oh, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna let you mate tell the next story. Now, the next don't use story bad language here. Don't use bad language. We're a fantastic. family show. <laughs> so, um, Dylan Hartley has uh, revealed uh, the brutal ways of Steady Eddie, hasn't he? Um, so, I think Dylan Hartley was battling with some fitness issues, trying to get back into the England team. Blah 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 blah. Ready for the World Cup, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. and. Um, he was battling to prove his fitness, and then Steady Eddie eventually told him, "You're effed, mate." <laughs> three words. Yeah, three words that broke the camel's back. Um, so literally, just saying that, you know, he hasn't got a chance. 
No, I mean, this is how tough it is, isn't it? You know, because he's on like 98 games, 98 caps. He's been captain. He's worked him to an inch yeah. of his life. He's working hard to come back from injury. And he just lets him down by saying, you've got absolutely no chance. You're not going to make it. No. You're not even in the picture. No. I mean, he does go on, doesn't he, to say, basically, playing for England was horrific. Like... The training oh, regimes yeah. were horrific. But the strongest will survive, and there's enough players in England for Steady to, to, to burn through them. I was going to say, it's, it's quite easy to replace them. Yes. You know, it, it'll, f- f- as you say, for Steady Eddie, it's easy to replace anyone in that team. Yeah. And, and, and unlike... Because they've got unlike, such a massive pool, pool of players. players. And it's almost like, if you want it enough, you can play for England. Correct. But you've got to really want it. And you've got to buy into his system of just yeah. getting beasted all the time. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's got young enough players that a few... I mean, the big problem's going to be when someone like Owen Farrell or George Ford or someone along those lines has enough. And if they have enough, let's say, a year out from the World Cup and they just throw their toys out of play and say, I'm sick of it, Eddie... You know, I've got a young family yeah, now. Yeah. I'd like my family to come to trainings. Um, but, you know, in Dylan Hartley said there's absolutely no chance he would invite his family because it was just like a, a prison camp type yeah. thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's Not very, good. very interesting, isn't it? You know, very interesting to get into the real detail of Eddie Jones. Yeah. But there'll be quite a lot of people that'll be on Dylan's side. No, the, the thing is, is no one's going to say this when they're playing. No, no, God no. It's like no one in the All Blacks squad is going to have a pop at um, Forster. Now. But oh, Fozzy, your mate Fozzy. Fozzy. Yeah. But when you ask them in a anonymous poll, yeah. they tell you the truth. Or they rinse them, yeah. But then on, in public, oh no, we're right behind you. are like, whatever. You know, this is the problem. No one's going to... You know, imagine if they did that the at our work. That feeds them, is it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, imagine if they did that at our work. Oh, <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting. So, mate, that I, I really like that story. Just, yeah. to, uh, you know, it's quite a good insight. Very good. I wonder what. I mean, I remember listening to a podcast um, with Graham Henry, right? And he, they had a, a fine session at the end of a end of a year. And a lot of information come out, and he was really embarrassed. He was embarrassed to be the All Blacks coach. He was embarrassed about the players. He was embarrassed about the environment. Wow. He didn't understand why the environment was so bad. So he actually got a lot, a lot number of sort of uh, young, uh, young players, and he got a lot, a number of leadership players. And he said, "Listen, answer these questions for me." One of the questions was, he said, "Do you like playing for the All Blacks?" And the response was. I love the idea of playing for the All Blacks, but I don't enjoy the environment of the All Blacks. Wow. So then he literally went around making those changes so that the, the environment was set by the players. Yeah. And the players ran the environment. And this is where the leadership teams came out. This is yes. where a lot of teams have gone <clears throat> now. And this came from from um, from him and from his from his coaching group. I thought that was really interesting. I would like to really sit down with the England players and say, do you like playing for England? I yeah. bet you the answer would be no. 
Well, I love the I money. I like playing for yeah. I love the money. I love playing for my country, I but I don't for, like playing for England. No, I don't enjoy going yeah. to. You know, I don't enjoy the trainings. I don't enjoy some of the games. I don't enjoy the pressure. Yeah, but the money is yeah, amazing. Yeah, but the pressure you're going to get pressure though. You're playing for your country. Yeah, there's, you're going to have this pressure, pressure, short-term pressure, and there's long-term pressure. Like knowing that unless you do well every single training session, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And Eddie has his favourites, doesn't he? Like the Curry Boys, or you know, he's like you know some. But then he just dropped them. Hey, I got quite a good story about the Curry Boys. So, um, <clears throat> it's, 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 yeah, no, it's, it's irrelevant to what you were talking about. Um, but back in New Zealand, I used to live with uh, three other boys, and every Thursday we used to buy a curry. So we used to ring up the curry house and we go, "Oh yeah, yeah, um, can I have blah 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 blah? Oh, who's that for? Oh, the curry boys." And then you know, twenty minutes later, we'd drive down all together in the same car, go get it, and we'd write in the Dick Guest's book. And we used to sign at the Curry Boys. And then after a while, maybe a month or so, we'd be like, oh, yeah, oh, the Curry Boys. <laughs> and they used to, you know, put in a few extras for us. It was brilliant. <laughs> There's a very good story. And then when it was like a um, special occasion or like someone's birthday, we'd eat in and they'll, you know, give us a few beers and all that sort of thing. It was, it was good fun. This is a and terrible story boys. for the podcast. <laughs> 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 curry Boys. <laughs> Mate, let's review yeah, sorry, this weekend's matches. I'm sure everyone <laughs> enjoyed that story, by the way. Okay, mate, first up, we have the Western Force v. the New South Wales Waratahs. Yeah, the Force were in it. In it they to were win it, it, weren't they? They were. They started off so well. Richard Kahui, he yeah, was hard he was awesome. running. Yeah, he was. He was awesome, really, really And good. that little chip kick through, <clears throat> set, set up, up the his try. outside. Yeah. They look real. I mean, they've looked good. Every match for the first like twenty minutes, correct. And then I think it was the first fifteen minutes they just dominated the play. Yeah, and they I did, was yeah. got excited. We both got excited by the sounds of it, and then it just fell apart for them. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know whether it fell or, or whether the Waratahs just got got very good. Well, probably the Waratahs. Excuse me, just got very good, and you know, like I said earlier, the conditions were absolutely torrential. It was awful rain for both. Mm. Um. But the Waratahs just seem to do a bit better in it. I think for me, when I watched this game, I thought that um, the inside ball was very prevalent. And it's a lot, actually, Super Rugby has, has shown. Against this, the grain. This inside ball is a real weapon yeah. to cut teams in half. Yes. What will be really interesting to see if they can replicate that against the uh, Northern Hemisphere boys. Yeah. Whether or not it works against their quick, quick line defence, which I think it might do because of the umbrella effect. Yeah. Uh, I thought Will Harrison, you've got to take your hat off to him, 10 for the Waratahs. He's only missed two kicks in the whole competition. He's really young too, eh? And he was rubbish before lockdown. Yeah. And he just spent the whole of lockdown working on his kicking. Oh, do you reckon Bowden Barrett should have done that? Maybe, but I think he did. <laughs> Didn't have work for him very no. well. Um, I just thought that the Waratahs have come of age a little bit. They've had a good squad. Carmichael Hunt's starting to play really well. Michael Hooper's leading really well. Yeah. Rob Simmons was exceptional. I know he's going overseas. Uh, and, you know, it was not It was like a really good team game. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And the, the Waratahs forwards dominated in that sort of the second half. The it almost looked like the um, Western Force were just a, just a bit tired. I, I mean, yet again, I think it comes down to Western Force. They've got nothing off the bench. Yeah. 
and that really holds them back. Yeah. The only thing I would say is what's very impressive about the Western Force is their scrum. You know, at times took apart the Waratah scrum, and if they could just apply a little bit more pressure and be able to use that scrum like the Crusaders use a yeah. scrum, you know, yeah. pin the corners a little bit more, work the penalties a little bit more, I could see them giving maybe one upset in this competition because they are winless at the moment. Well, it's going to come down to the last game, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? John O'Lance is pretty good. I mean, you know, there, there's some good players there, but really they were outclassed by, you know, Maddox, Ram, yeah. Carmichael Hunt, Will Harrison. He had a good game, actually, you know, Carmichael Hunt, didn't Even he? Alex Newsom, who who I think he's co-captain or vice-captain, uh, plays well. And then, you know, their, their forwards have stood up and, and, um, and worked really, really hard for them. Yeah. So it's great. Um, I thought they were unlucky not to score more. I think the, yes. the biggest question is, who's going to play 10 for the Aussies? Oh, gosh. You'd arguably go Matt Tamil, wouldn't you, at the moment? Yeah, yeah or play him at 12 and put old, uh, what's his name in? Uh, James O'Connor. Yeah, see, you got you got the question, don't you? You go, James O'Connor. Yeah. You've got... Matt Tamil's all right at 12, Matt, though. Matt Tamil, very good at 12. Yeah. But will he play him at 10? And then you think, okay, well, depending on what they do, they're going to need a third... So do they go John O'Lance? No, you go William Hunt, wouldn't you? Or um, no, William... William Harrison. Yeah. You go young, don't you? Yeah, you, definitely. You blood them through. Yeah. So surely they're going to take those three. But they don't really... I mean, apart from Harrison, they don't really have a 10, do they? Because Matsumo is more of a 12. James O'Connor's... More of an outside yeah, back, really. really. So it'll be interesting to see... Although in, he's playing well at 10. No, they're, they're, I think they're all playing well yeah. at 10, aren't they? So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But the Tars, after a very dodgy start to the competition, are starting to come into their own. Yeah, they are. Next match was Reds v Rebels. We both picked the Rebels to win this. Yeah, and we were both wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 19-3. Not very good by the Rebels. No... Last the week before, we were like talking about the fact that oh, you know, oh the the Brumbies burst their bubble and you know and all of this type of thing. Well, and the Reds of Reds, you know, didn't care and they didn't work hard yeah. enough. Well, I think Brad Thorne obviously gave them all a rocket. It worked though, and they bounced back and yeah. they played very very well. Yeah, Jock Campbell for me is a player to watch. Fullback. Every time he gets the ball. He is exciting. I'm not sure anyone knows what he's going to do with it, but he. Do you he, think he knows? No, <laughs> he's like a Jack Russell or yeah. a, you know a, a, a greyhound. He just sort yeah. of goes off and and runs, but he runs absolutely beautifully. Jordan Pattaya, what do you think of him? Fourteen though, I'm not sure. I really like him. Yeah, great player. Yeah. Um, would I play him at fourteen? Probably not. Where would you play him? Thirteen. Ooh, good, good thirteen, good outside back. He's yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player. Um, no yeah. one really fired for the Rebels for me. The big names, you know, like Reese Hodge, Matt Tamua, didn't really do much. If you look over the last few years, every time the Rebels... Even Kurumbedi didn't really I touch know. the ball. Every time the Rebels have been in a position to win the conference, they've found a way to lose. <laughs> Razzler Dazzler, which is one of our supporters on the Super Rugby podcast, is a big Rebels fan. and um, Is he still in touch with us, Oh, by yeah, the way? yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Razzler Dazzler. Yeah, Razzler Dazzler. Um, 
And I feel sorry for them because every time they're in yeah. a situation where, oh, they're going to win it, they're going to, nah, they let them down. <laughs> a little tease, though. You know, it's like they had an opportunity to go top of the conference, I think, if they won this game. Yeah. And what do they do? They lost it handsomely. <laughs> and the week before, yeah, they all fired. Good. And yeah. yet again this week, they don't fire. Yeah. I think it's almost like Maximil now playing at 12. I think it worked last week, but I don't think it worked this week because he's, you know, they, they, they struggled at 10. James O'Connor played pretty well. Yeah. Um, Tate McDermott played really well. Type 5 was good for uh, for the Reds. Yeah, and, and, and last week their, their fours were terrible. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Scrums they've and got, lineouts were shocking. They've obviously had a great week of training. <laughs> I think Eddie Jones has come in, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, this is maybe sums up the Australian Conference is that there's some talent there, but they're young. And they have their ups and downs at the moment. But you would expect more from the Rebels because if there was one squad that had a little bit more about them, you would say that the Rebels had yeah, a bit I more agree, about yeah. them. Uh, it probably sums up the Rebels up that you've got a guy like Billy Meeks who's on the bench. I know. that I was and, just thinking, Campbell. And you know, everyone at the start Campbell's of the season, including doing. myself, was saying he will probably start for Australia. Yeah. And he's played so sort of ups and downs that he's starting on the I bench. Know, yeah. Uh Bryce Higgity though, you know, put starting on the bench, he was he was a top player and and I'm I'm really glad they've moved towards Jock Campbell playing at 15 because he offers so much more yeah. with ball in hand. So it was a reverse of the last week's matches I've put here. Brad Thorne must have given the rocket. Um better in the tight 5 and much much better than last week. And Jack Campbell, Jordan Pataya uh, were more than impressive, I've put, for that game. And uh, we're off to the New Zealand Yes, match. Highlanders, Hurricanes. I had the um, Hurricanes to win by 12. Uh, you had the Highlanders to win by 10, and you were pretty much correct. <laughs> does, that, does that surprise you, Jamie? <laughs> no, no. Shut up. No. I was so just going to say, I was going to say, you've said that through gritted <laughs> so the Highlanders won 38-12 an absolute this was a rip snore of a game wasn't it great game it was a very very good game great game um, just too too, too it, fast well, do you think that it was a little bit of the Highlanders have got better and better and better and they really wanted to win well they were at home it was, their last, it was the last game yeah Ho- at home in front no of, crowds <laughs> in front of no one uh, or do you think that the, the, the Hurricanes just took their foot off the accelerator? That's what I mean. You know, like the Highlanders it, had more to play for than the Hurricanes. A, a bit of both. Yeah. You know, they both weren't really in it in, towards the end of the competition. Um, the You know, the top game, the Blues Crusaders, wasn't actually being played. <clears throat> and maybe the Hurricanes were just like, well, it's just another game. We've, you know, we don't have to really try because it doesn't mean anything. No, it's been a long season. Yeah. To, well, as in, I don't mean it's been a long season. It's been a very short season, but yes. it's been tough game after tough game after yes. tough game. They've taken their foot slightly off the accelerator and the Highlanders have put their foot flat to yes. the floor because they are a better team. As we, we talk about every year, don't I reckon the they're almost culture. the best team in New Zealand. Yeah. And people go, but they're not winning. No, what we mean by that is... People want to be down there. People want to support. Yes. If you, don't, if you can support. I, can, I support the Crusaders, right? Yes. But 
I like the Highland. Yes. You support everyone, apart no, from the Crusaders. Yes. No, but I, I like, I, I support the Hurricanes, but I like seeing the Blues do well. I like seeing the Highlanders do well. Not that bothered about the Chiefs. <laughs> Not that bothered about the Crusaders. But like, let's say the Crusaders were playing a South African team. I'd want the Crusaders to win. Yes. It's like the Because I like last. New Zealand rugby. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. You know, go back to the old school super rugby. Yes. Of course I want the Crusaders <clears throat> to win. Yeah. But as long as a New Zealand team won, I, would, I was still happy. That's what I mean, yeah. I was still happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought a couple of things here. I'm listening. Mitch Hunt. He played for the Crusaders as a stand-in fly half, and he yes. always did a good job. But yeah. he was never <clears throat> box office, right? He was box office in this game. <laughs> He's got more toe than a <laughs> Roman sandal. <laughs> Doesn't he, though? Yeah, he was rapid. Great try. Where's that come from? Good kicker. Great. Yeah. And I think he's found a spot at 15. Do you think so? Because I think Josh Ioane I would absolute like. class at 10. You, people are talking about Bowden Barrett, and people are talking about Rich Mwanga. Whoa. He's a youngster to look out for, hey? He's got it all. Can he I can just, kick as well. He can kick. He can yeah. kick at goal, and he's a 10, and he plays in the New Zealand team. <laughs> this is amazing. Can I just say, I would love to see Josh Mackay at fullback. Love to see him at fullback as well. He'd have so much to give with his pace. Can we just go through here and say, Josh Iwani, class. Yeah. Jonah Nareki, class in this game. Uh, Tomkinson, class. In this game, best he's played all season. Yeah. Michael Collins. Good game. I mean, this guy is a part-time rugby player, part-time. He's got to be barman or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he, he's found his spot as well. Yeah. You, you know, he's better known to play at fullback, not the fastest. Better, no. not, better play on the wing, but not quick enough. Better at 13. But he's way better at 13. Yeah, I agree. And he's served a great. Josh McKay, future, future player. Mitch Hunt, class. In this game, brilliant. Mitch Hunt's still young as well. Yeah, I know. And then we, we go without saying Aaron Smith, 150 games. Brilliant. He played well. Dylan Hunt, superpower Dylan Hunt, you know, like where does he get that strength from? You Frizzell just played go well. through that team and you say, who let them down? No one. Okay, so Putty Putty Parkinson went off and I was like, right, this could be the Hurricanes sort of in. Coming back into it, yeah. Not a chance? No. A couple of their big, big you know, let's be honest to say that no one and the Hurricanes play badly. No. But no one truly fired. Well, you've, you've put here not as busy for um, Karevi. Yeah. Well, not not as busy. You you put here and say, Duplessis, Karevi, you didn't really feature him. No, that's what I mean. Uh, Artie Sophia, nothing really. No. But, you know, none of them play bad. i tell you who did play well is, is uh, Jamie Booth was yeah. excellent at nine. But that maybe showed, you know, they gave some other guys a game. They didn't take yeah. it maybe as seriously as they should have done. Well, Chase Teatea playing at 12, uh, yeah. 11, sorry, he's Good normally player, a fullback. Though. Good yeah. player, though. So it was an interesting end to the Super Rugby competition. Let's just hope that Auckland get the coronavirus under control. Yeah. We can get back to playing in front of large crowds again because Correct. it was interesting with the fake crowd noises coming through as well. But... It was not funny because, like, you know, well as, as, <laughs> as rugby players, we know how much talking goes on yeah. in a game. Yeah. But when you don't hear the crowds, you can hear more of the talking. So much. Yeah. It, you know, it's quite interesting. It's quite funny, though. It's like, you know, the Premier League football, they yeah. obviously paid the top 
whack for their crowd noise, their fake crowd noise. You know what I mean? Like, there must have been, we'll do you a package. This one is worth a million pounds in the premiership. Yeah, we'll have that. And then, uh, okay, uh, right down the bottom for the Super Rugby teams, we've got a five on here. And what it'll be is random noises. Uh, it's, it's from the game at Poverty Bay versus the East Coast. A uh, couple of women with no teeth, but uh, we'll give it to you for free. <laughs> It was the worst crowd noise I've ever. It's like they score a try and then just random <laughs> about ten minutes later the the crowd makes you know it sounds we could have done a better job. Yeah. Yeah. We would have done it for free as well. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Anyway, they need to work on their fake crowd Correct. noises. Yeah, definitely. Correct. Up next we're going to go over some of our listeners' questions and we've got an absolute cracker. Are we going to start with that one? No. Oh, good. Let's good. end with that yes, one. Yes, I agree. Do you want to do the first one? No. Yeah. Um, where are we? Oh, yeah. Um, firstly, loving your work. Appreciate you giving <coughs> Super Rugby AU the credit it deserves. <laughs> does it deserve much? It does. It does. You're it right. Does. It didn't at the it's start. Got, no, it does, it does now. now. Right. Good man. Okay. Uh, my question is as follows. How do you see Super Rugby looking over the next five years? So he's a Western Force fan. He's, he is a Western Force fan. He has uh, just moved, well, he's moved to Perth from Bristol about six years ago. and uh, he's, I can't yeah. remember who this is from. I kind of cut that out. I do apologize. It just said, cheers, All hail Pat Lamb. All hail Pat Lamb. Yeah, great player. What do I think it'll look like and, and what Great I want coach. it to look like is a different story. The coronavirus we'll go through both. Could, the <clears throat> coronavirus could save Super Rugby in one of two ways. Yep. As we've mentioned before, what we hope will happen is the South Africans will stay in Super Rugby, but they'll play in their conference and the top two teams go through into a finals. If they do that, what will happen is this. I'm a New Zealand rugby supporter, Okay. And while my while my conference is going on, I'm going to watch the New Zealand conference every week. Yes. All right. But I'm also going to keep an eye on the Australian conference. Yeah. And the South African conference. And I'm going to go, oh, wonder who the two teams are that are going to make it through from both conferences and wonder what they're going to be like to play. Yeah. And it's going to keep me interested. But the games every week are going to have big crowds in them because they're local derbies. Yeah. It's going to be a shorter season at home and it's going to be fantastic. That could save Super Rugby because they're going to have to make the decisions pretty but quickly. But also save the players. You know, like you said, season isn't as long. They'll be fresher for the internationals. Uh, their bodies will be fresher. Yes. Uh, because they're not... I mean, their games will be just as hard but they're not playing for... An extended period of time. You know, they start in bloody February. Yes. And then they finish around now, don't they, normally? Yeah. yeah. And actually, it might be something that the Northern Hemisphere players would be interested in coming and doing because the problem with playing in Northern Hemisphere is you've got this hugely long season. Yeah. They, You know, that's really, really tough. Whereas if you can go, oh, you know, it's a bit like the J- J- Japanese season, mm. it's very short. Yeah. And a lot of players are, are, are drawn towards that, you know, for their bodies. A little bit like that for here. So... That's what I hope will happen. What do I think is going to happen is it's going to go down to 10 teams. It's going to be New Zealand and Australia. South Africa are going to go to Europe. 
But I really, really Is hope... Is going to make Europe better? 100%. But it, it'll make it less interesting, world rugby. Because yeah. what's really interesting is when, you know, the, the New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, Argentina play in their rugby championship and they basically do not play, you know, England. Or, you know, they play yeah. in the autumn internationals, but they don't really play everyone. But when it comes to World Cup, it's like, oh, the Southern Hemisphere versus the Northern Hemisphere. And it's interesting. Whereas you're just not going to have that. You're no. going to have a lot of Southern Hemisphere players playing in Europe more and more and more. And I'm just not sure whether or not having New Zealand and Australia in a conference is just too small. The quality of the Australian teams isn't high enough. And it's not it's not that there's not enough players in Australia. It's showing with the Western Force and the fact that you can get a lot of players back. That there are the players there, but the problem is that you know half of the Western Force team are not going to play for them next year because no. they're going they've got contracts elsewhere, and they're also a bit too old. Yes, you know, Kahui, John O'Lance, you know these guys who thrush, yeah, and uh, <clears throat> is it Frisbee at nine? You know, all these their top top players yeah. aren't going to play for them next year because they were just brought in to yes. strengthen their fill squad. in the gaps really. So. What do I hope? I really hope that basically we get to a situation where we still keep South Africa involved. They play, and, and as I've said, what do I think is going to happen? I think it's going to go down to New Zealand and Australian conference, and I can see possibly it all going pear-shaped, pear-shaped very, mm. very quickly. And we'll be, we'll be talking in five years about was this was the death of Super Rugby. Because yeah. people have been saying that Super Rugby is dead. Well, Super Rugby's not dead now because no. I tell you what, TV audiences are up. You know, the New Zealand crowd audiences were up. You know, the Aussie, the Aussies anyway. have come to the floor. The quality of the games are getting better. Yeah. Quality of the players has got better. They, they actually have had more crowds with a COVID spacing out than yeah. they would normally get. I reckon. So, and you remember the days of the heyday of Australian rugby. Selling out hundred seater stadiums to watch rugby. Yeah. So you know it can be done. Yeah. Just has to be done in a in a better way. So yeah. it'd be very very interesting to have. And and for years they've tried to make a conference so that it's not dominated just by New Zealand. You know. You know. Back in the day where it was like oh the top four teams make the and it would be basically three New Zealand teams yeah. and and one from somewhere else. Yeah. So they, they did the conference system so that couldn't happen. Well, this but is you like, still get the wild cards. Yeah, <laughs> but this would make it very, very interesting. Yes. You know, you'd have two from each pool that go through. It'd be fantastic. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Yes. No one knows. Hopefully, if and this is, sounds awful, if the virus can hang around for another three, four months, <laughs> it might force the South African's hand to say we're just going to play at home next yeah. year and that's the only route for them is to be playing in the Super Rugby competition next year. And if they do that, I can see us going, God, that was really good. Numbers are up. Audiences are up. You know, quality rugby was up. The final series that we held in one country was amazing. Yeah. It would all go really well. But obviously we don't want it to hang around because everyone wants to get back to their normal life. Right, next question is from Eric. Uh, love the pod. <clears throat> you make great shows, and I always look forward to the quiz with some. Lo- I never look forward, Eric, to the quiz. 
Okay. Um, I have two questions. The first is how do you watch Super Rugby full matches? So we watch them uh, on Sky Sports. Sky Sports in England. Uh, it's televised on TV, not online. Yes. Now, what I would recommend to anyone out there is Rugby Pass. Do they stream it? Rugby Pass are fantastic website. Okay, and what they do is they have uh, the ability to watch all the games. Now, the problem is, I hope we're getting paid for you. You're plugging yeah. them. I hope we get paid for this. The only problem is that you kind of have to live in China or uh, the Asia to watch those games. Right. But if you have a very good VPN where you can change your location around the world, uh, Eric, then potentially you could pay for that subscription and then which is I think is is pretty pretty good value. Is it? Yeah, pretty good value. And you could watch it through that platform. Yeah. Now obviously I would not be pushing a VPN on anyone. No. But you know, for a fan that's in America where it's difficult to watch, you may even, and I don't know this for sure, you may even be able to uh, watch it in America with Rugby Pass. But that's a great way of, of watching yeah. high-quality rugby. And it's you can watch everything Premiership the Works on uh, Rugby Pass, which is great. And his second question is, Damien, what does village mean? If you go onto our YouTube channel and you look at Toby's face, that is what village means. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, touche. <laughs> no, village Eric is sort of like um, it's just rubbish. Yeah, you exactly know what I'm trying to say. The, the th- sort of is village cricket. So village cricket in this country is just a bunch of old fatties. A lot of the time playing cricket, and it's just not great to watch it's not no it's not about not being great to watch it's just not of a very high standard it's just not great no and you've got many levels up international being the top yes level. so village just, village just means of a poor standard it sucks <laughs> so when we say village that's what it means there you go eric thank you for asking those questions <laughs> next one up is I love New Zealand Super Rugby Aotearoa. American pro sports has gone the way of uh, individual expression over team. I find that really interesting because we quite like the NFL, don't we? Yeah, we do. Maybe yeah, but maybe it's just because yeah. it's a little bit different. But he loves Jordan, um, um, TJ Perinara, the Barrett brothers. He loves it. He goes on to say, um, the big one is uh, how, this is like a real basic rugby question, isn't it? Yes. Um, how. Oh mate, I've lost. I've, I've lost the. I've lost the How point. is which team? Yeah, here we go. Yep. That gets the throw in, the line out determined. It seems. It seems it depends on where the ball is kicked, but that is confusing as hell. <laughs> Rugby is a confusing game for those. Yeah, that it's got it too many rules. So basically, if there's a penalty, they kick it out in the full. The team that kicked it out in the full gets it. But other than that, other than a penalty, the team that gets the ball is the opposition team. So if you kick it and it goes out, then the opposition team will get it. But if it's a penalty, you get it back. And that's the confusing part. If you kick it in the 22, you, you know, it's all, all these different things. You get it where it goes out. If you're out of the 22, then it's back where you yeah. kicked it and things like that. But basically, penalty, kick you, the ball out. You get the ball. You get the ball back. If Other you, than that... Yeah, the opposition, the opposition. get the ball. Uh, it doesn't seem fair that the com- conversion kicker 
gets to take as much time as he wants with the clock still running. That's actually not true. That's not true. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it is true what you're saying. The clock does, does still run, but he doesn't get as much time as he wants. Is and it, he's got a minute it, and a half. Is it 90 seconds? Eh? 90 seconds, yeah. yeah. So, And the thing is, is that in America, they'd have like a shot clock or a kick clock. Correct. They don't do that. No. But the referee, Paul, is keeping a time on that. So there you go. Um, and who kicks the ball off at the start? It's a coin toss, mate. And they, the, the winner of the coin toss gets to choose. Yes. Oh, they're very interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Very interesting. What's really interesting is... But you know, as, as a new person to rugby, it must be so hard trying to pick it up. Yes. And especially the, the breakdown. It's like, oh, what happens scrums, there? The scrum. The scrum. But mate, if you stick with it, Paul, um, you'll yeah. get there because it is a great... Dreaming of a New Zealand vacation for rugby. Do it. I'll come with you and I'll organise it, bud. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're off to the Bobby Dazzler oh, of a question. David James. Not sure where he's from. Um, thank you for asking my question last week, uh, Re. What surprised you most this season? Uh, next question. What would be your super rugby... Aotearoa all-star team. Now there's a twist, mate. There is okay? a twist, isn't there? Assuming you had to pick exactly three players from each team. Tough, this was. Tough, very tough. We talked about it briefly. So we are going to go... This is where um, we can get this so badly wrong. Yeah, but they'll tell us. The listeners will tell us where we got it wrong and why. Yeah, they will. So um, I've done this. Toby's supporter. Toby's going to interject, and I might have to explain myself as we go through. These are the ones that I put down straight away that I just thought had to be in. Dane Coles had yeah. to had to be in. Okay. Although Amour's not a bad shout. No, he's not a bad shout, and neither was um, Cody Taylor. Correct. But but we put Coles. Oh, yeah, in. Dane Coles, hundred percent. Lamarpe had to go in. Had to yep. go in. Richie Mwanga. Had to go in. Yes. Aaron Smith had to go in. Definitely. Um, and then it became more difficult from there. So those yeah. are people we just put in straight away. Oh, I'll tell you another one. Uh, Patrick Tupelotu had to go in. Putty Putty Parkinson had to go in. Well, yes. Although yes. Scotty um, Crafton's pretty good. Nah, mate. You're you don't right. think so? But no, he is good. Scotty Scrafton. He is good. How is his he is name? good, but he's not as good as uh, Perry Perry Parkinson. No, I agree. So th- those are the ones we had to put in straight away. So let's just go through the team for a start. From from the Crusaders, we went Joe Moody at one. I yes. think he is the best. I agree. Prop forward in the country. So he had to go in, really. Dane Coles at two, although yeah. there are so many others snipping at his heels at the moment. Tuinga Fasi. He's been an absolute He's a man. Do you, know mountain. Why, do you know why we should have picked him just off the merit that he trained um, pushing a car? All I've got to say is, all I've got to say is, that is the reason. <laughs> I don't really care how he plays. The fact that he trained by pushing a ute yeah. is so Kiwi. Unbelievable. I love it. <laughs> Just making something, making a device that you can attach yeah. to the tow bar of your car is Kiwi ingenuity at its best. Through and through. And he has been absolutely just melting opposition players yeah. with his tackling as well. Yeah. Paddy Paddy Parkinson at four. He's been exceptional this year. He has. Breakthrough, one of the breakthrough players, if not the breakthrough player. If not the breakthrough player, yeah. 
Patrick Turpolo too. Huge. Again, unbelievable Just season. a huge presence. Yeah. Um, Frizzell at six, being exceptional as well. Yeah. Now, I, I go, I go, we go through here, and now it gets a little bit muddy because yes. we have to put in three from the Chiefs. and <laughs> Which is tough. Which is tough because arguably Sam Kane, good player, yeah. played very well, but maybe... Was he the best number seven in the competition? Not Probably sure. not. Not sure. But he's in there at seven. Yeah. And Sawakula? Pita Sawakula at eight. And he has been exceptionally good this year. Yeah. Is he the best eight? Is Adi Sevilla the best eight? Probably Adi Sevilla. But we've got Lamape in there. I know. Yeah. You've got, got to, you've got to trade them off. You've got to trade and them off, everyone. You've got to think about it. Yeah, it's hard. So we've gone Aaron Smith and um, Richie Moanga at nine and, eight, nine and ten. Yeah. And, and for me, you cannot say Aaron Smith. Anyone no. other than Aaron Smith, can you? He's been fantastic. Unbelievable. 150 games and he's getting yeah. better. I agreed. You can't, I don't think you can I don't think you can pick anyone else other than Richie Mwanga at 10. And I know I'm like one eye can tap, but if you can tell me a bit no, But team, if you I'm sorry, if you're going off and I I have to agree with you on this one. If you're going off recent performances in Super Rugby Aotearoa, you got Richie Mwanga man, yeah. Now, Lamarpe at 12 again. Yeah. He's been exceptional this year. Yeah. At 13. Rico. I, I have to agree with you, that one. Sivu Reese at 14. Could you, instead of Sir Lamarpe, could you go um, uh, Umanga Jensen? No. No? Well, Lamarpe's been... I, I'm just throwing... I'm just spitballing here. I'm throwing yeah, things well, at you. Yeah, don't spit, mate. It's disgusting. <laughs> Some people are into it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you got to go to Lamarpe. Yeah. Um, and then at 15, it was a massive headache because I wrote down straight away, I, you have to have Bowden Barrett in your team. You have to have Bowden Barrett in your team. And then I was like, yeah, but not at 15. And he wasn't good enough for 10. No. And then we were like, oh, well, who do you put at 15? We, we could have actually gone... Damien McKenzie and we did go Damien McKenzie yeah. but then that didn't quite fit because but we could have really done that and then we could have gone Artie Sevilla so those were the ones but we, we've ended up going Sean Stevenson 11 only because he's not the best 11 that's for sure but but when we're looking at the, yes. the three from yes. the Chiefs he was the best three from agreed. the Chiefs agreed uh, and then you've got Geordie Barrett at yeah. fullback and that's our Severis at 14. So that does um, give three from Bowden each Bowden Barrett would be brilliant coming off the bench. No, Bowden Barrett would be brilliant starting at 10, but... Yeah, but know, he can't, mate. But he can't because Richard Moring has outplayed yeah. him. And he has outplayed him, hasn't he? So it's a really, really t- great question, though, wasn't yeah, it? Was. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> if you had... Have, if the Blues had have played the Crusaders over the weekend... Yes. That could have potentially changed, changed your that, mind. Yes. 100% Tobes. But 100%. Guess what? They, didn't. they didn't play. So, therefore, it didn't change our mind. Please let us know on Twitter. Yeah, if what your you thoughts were. Would, if you could pick three players from each Super Rugby franchise, what who would they be? Make a team. Let's get them together and play them and see who wins. <laughs> <laughs> so, those are the listeners' questions, mate. Let's look at this week's rugby yes. matches. So, we've got, um, we've, well, we've only got Super Rugby. Uh, AU. Yeah. And um, the first game is the Force versus the Reds. Come on, the Force. Not going to happen, is no, it? No, it's not. Force but are at come home, on. kind of at home. 
Reds are going to win. Reds had their little dip. Oh, you've gone oh, Reds. Every, mate, every week we get this wrong, though, because it's so unpredictable. What are you going for the Reds? I want the force to win. I'm going force to win. I'm going to say force to win. Oh, are you? No. Oh. <laughs> In my heart, I'm saying okay. force to win. Okay, okay, In my okay. head, I'm saying Reds okay. will potentially thrash them. Oh, by how many? I'm going to say force to win by one. Oh, what? Forced to win by one. I think that the Reds will win by 10. Plus by 10. 10. Yeah. Okay. But, but I think I'm going plus three for the force. Good on you, mate. Good on you. Brumbies v Waratahs. This will be a good game. This will be a good game. We've got a Friday game and a Saturday game. Probably yeah. perfect for us. I think the Waratahs are going to win. Oh, gosh. Okay. I think the Waratahs are going to win. In fact, I'm going to go as far to say... I think the Waratahs are going to win by plus 15. Wow. Yeah. That's that's big, mate. Brumbies have had a week off. I think they haven't played that, that well this no, year. No, they haven't. They've got away with murder. The Waratahs are on an upward bounce. Waratahs all the way, mate. I'm going to go... I'm just, I'm just going to be difficult here and go against you. You're not. You're never difficult, Toby, are you? <laughs> and I'm going to go Brumbies by six. So, uh, rugby forecast have gone Reeds by three, Brumbies by oh, 13. 13. Wow. Yeah, that's the old algorithm working. Yes. It's magic there, and, and it's done a lot better than we have. I think the win percentage for rugby forecast has been in the high 70%, and that's definitely been a lot more than me this yeah, year. Lot, yeah, not as much as me, though. Mate, um, we've got the quiz coming up now do you your know what? Favorite, i really like the quiz though your favorite it, it really part. makes me feel good about myself how many wins have you had over the whole two years we've been doing this toast i could probably count it on one hand are using def- one finger <laughs> <laughs> so um i've got an absolute bobby dazzler for you today my quiz is all things around captains oh mm, you i like, like it, that you? one yeah yeah well, mine is about um, Super Rugby AU. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's a topic I really know a lot about. Yeah. Well, I was the gonna, point? Mine's about captains of New Zealand franchises teams to make it a little bit easier for you. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Shall I go first? You always go first. Okay. Um, Isn't it funny that I always go first at the start of the show and you always go first at the end of the show? That's how we balance it here on the Super Rugby Podcast. <laughs> it's 2020, guys. And girls. Um, which AU team has scored the most tries? Easy. Okay. You Reds. tell me then. Is it the Reds? Reds, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, 100% you are. No. The yeah. Reds have scored the most tries. No, they haven't. They have. No, they haven't. Not during Super Rugby AU. No, they have. No, they haven't. <laughs> really? They so have, mate. The Brumbies have scored the most. Ha! Huh? Press I'm that wrong. button. Oh, I was so smug as well. <laughs> <laughs> so... The Brumbies have 18. How have they the scored Reds 18? The Reds have 17. Waratahs have 16. The Rebels have 13. And the Western Force only have 8. I feel hard done by now. How? 
Just because I think you're cheating, mate. That little <laughs> that stance is... <laughs> all right, mate. Uh, now, I have to be honest. There's a lot of Reds, it's right. Reds, it's right. No, it's not. Yes. I mean, Reds is right. Reds is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, these are the captains because some are co-captains. So uh, the captains that I've chosen are Patrick Turpillo too. Okay. For the Blues. Sam Kane for the Chiefs. Yeah. Ash Dixon. Yes. For the Highlanders. Cody Taylor. For the Crusaders. Okay. I know that's been shared. Uh, Dane Coles for the Hurricanes, because I know that's been shared with TJ. Okay. So those are the players. The first one is average gain. So which player, which captain this season has had the highest average gain per carry? That's quite a good question. Um, so it's me, out of let me let it's me out of Dane Cole. Yeah, okay. I'll I'll listen to you. Okay, so you got Dane Cole's. Yeah, you've got Cody Taylor, both at hooker. Yeah, Ash Dixon, hooker again. Yeah, uh, Sam Kane at flanker. Yeah, and Patrick second at row. Second row. Big. I end. think it's out of uh, Dane Cole's and Patrick. Okay. Um. Now, well, it could it could potentially be. Uh, Cody Taylor, because Cody Taylor and Dane Coles love to range out on the wing, don't they? Yeah. And they do make quite a few meters like that. <clears throat> Patrick has been immense, but has he made more than those two? I'm going to go Dane Coles. You think Dane Coles? I think Dane Coles has made more meters per carry. Okay, so we start with Ash Dixon. Yes. 1.6. Is okay. it just a fine answer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Ash Dixon, 1.6. Yeah. Sam Kane, 1.6. Okay. Um, Patrick Turpillo, 2. 2 metres. Yeah, okay. So I did I did mention that he was a good ball carrier. So it's between Cody Taylor, who's been fantastic this year. Yes, he has. And Dan right. Coles. Yeah. Cody Taylor, 3.5 metres. 3.5? Oh, no. Carry. Dane Coles, 4.6. You are? Oh, right. Yes, get in. <laughs> Look, I was so surprised. <laughs> well but done, he, was, he was the winner by quite a margin. Well, yeah, by, by a full metre. Yeah, wow. You know, that's amazing, though, isn't it? Yeah. As you say. Yeah. They like to range out wide, but who's the best at ranging out wide? Personally, I thought it was going to be Cody Taylor. Really? Yeah. How did you find that stat? Mate, through a multitude of talents that I have. You are, you are talented. <laughs> right. In Super Rugby AU, which team has the most clean breaks? Reds. <laughs> is it the Reds? <clears throat> is it the Waratahs? Is it the Rebels? Or is it the Brumbies? Reds. <laughs> you are incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> sucks. This good sucks. Um, the Waratahs have fifty-four clean breaks. Yeah. The Reds have fifty-one, and then forty-one for the Rebels and the Brumbies. Western Force only have thirty-four. So you're wrong. So I am I'm winning. Winning so far. So far. Okay. Okay. Here we go. My next question. We're going on tackles. Right. Percentage of tackles one. Okay. So remember the people they're playing for. So the highest percentage wins, not the number of tackles. I'll yep. tell you those numbers uh, in a minute. 
but who has the highest percentage tackle? Uh, what does wins? that mean? So the number of tackles that you've made, yeah, and then the so yeah, so the number of tackles you've attempted, and then they've been successful. So, what's just, a successful tackle to get them to the ground? Yeah, correct. Right, okay. They've not they've not broken through you and run through you. You're not missed. So they the haven't tackle. made the gain line. No, no, no. They just haven't no, missed no. a tackle. No, they haven't missed a tackle. Okay, so fine. Percentage of tackles made. Yeah. So you've got Dane Coles, Cody yeah. Taylor, uh, Ash Dixon, Sam Kane, and Patrick Turpilator. So normally there's four answers. Why have you given me five? There's five teams, mate. So I don't like that attitude. There's well, five teams yeah. in Super Rugby AU, Yeah, and I've given you four. Oh, well, right, okay. I've just picked out one each time because the Reds and I've been wrong twice. But anyway, go on. <laughs> right, So basically, okay. you, you, if you get this, you win. Yes, but this is, is a very, tough one. very, very rare for you. This is... This might you have to use your second finger on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got one. <laughs> I just pulled the fingers out of me. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a family yeah. show. <laughs> you blur it out on YouTube. Um, okay. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, it's, I think it's out of Sam Kane and Patrick. Okay. You got to pick. I'm going to pick Patrick. Final answer. Final answer. Okay. Shall I go through them? Yes, go through them and then tell me if I'm wrong or right. Okay. So, <laughs> Dane Coles. Yeah. 84%. Oh, that's not bad. Patrick Turpilotu, 85%. Okay. So, by the sound, you've said it Sam, second, so it's not. Sam Kane, 87%. Okay. So, so you're not right. You're wrong. Ash Dixon, 88%. Yeah. Cody Taylor, 91%. Cody Taylor, really? He's attempted 131 tackles as well. Okay. You know, Is that the most? Uh, no, the most uh, is Sam Kane at 178. Oh, that's a lot. It's a heck of a lot of tackles, yeah. Patrick Tupelo to 110. Okay. I'm surprised actually he's as low as he is because he's an absolute man mountain. So I still have a chance of drawing. You do. But you've got to get this, my question wrong, and I've got to get yours right. Come on. Okay. Go the Reds. Go the Reds. Um, Who has scored, Mm. okay, just listen, just listen to the question. Who has scored the most tries in Super Rugby AU? Has it been a forward, a back, or both? Oh, that is an awful question. So you don't have to give me a position. Well, I, I definitely um, think it's it's um, a forward, definitely, is okay. at the top. But I don't know whether or not it's a forward and a back combined. It's the Brumbies um, hooker, I think. I'm pretty sure all the front row. So he's definitely in there. Definitely. Um, has a back got up there. I'm going to say it's a forward. You are incorrect. <laughs> Damn it, it's joint, isn't it? Yes, it is. Who is it? <laughs> you were right with the forward. Yeah. With the with the name. Um, Faenga. Yes. Uh, but then it's uh, Ralston. Oh, from the Western from Force. From the Western Force, yeah. Winger, good player. Good player, yeah. He'll so be playing both for one of the big boys next year. Four. <laughs> both got four, Both yeah. got four. 
Damn it, you are better than me. That hurts me to tell. <laughs> Have I won? You've won. You, you going, got, got none all right. I think this is the first I time won. ever. Yes. Do we need to? I want to know your last question. Yeah. Do you really? I don't want to give it to you. <laughs> okay. So um, I thought this was a really good one. Try assists. Oh, yeah. Last pass. Okay. So who's got the highest try assists? Out of the captains. That's quite a good question. Let me give you the numbers that you're working with. Um, You've got five, seven, six, eight, uh, seven. Okay. I'm not... uh, I don't think it'll be Patrick. And I don't think it'll be Sam. Okay. Um... It'll be out of the three hookers. Okay. Um, can I give you? Can I give you a little hint? Yes. You are right. I'm right. Okay. It's out of the three hookers. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of the offloads that people give. I'm not sure Ash Dixon gives many offloads. Or could it be Ash Dixon? No, it could be Ash Dixon. <laughs> or could it be Cody Taylor? Could be Cody Taylor. Could it be Dane Coles? Could be Dane Coles. Yeah. I don't give much away with my face, do I? <laughs> no, you don't. It's hard enough to look at yeah, most of the time, know, isn't it's it? It's awful yeah. to look at, really. Um, I am going to go... I'm going to go Cody Taylor. Cody Taylor? Yeah. So we knew the numbers. Yeah. It would surprise you to say that actually Patrick Turpelotu had the second highest assists. Didn't know that. At seven. Wow. So uh, the winner had eight. The winner had eight? Yeah. Who is Cody Taylor? Oh, I was right. You've got three from three, mate. Yeah. Three from three. What wow. have you been studying? Oh, haven't you? No, I got uh, two from three. You got all of them right now. What was the middle question? I can't remember. Yeah, well, you've got it on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you did get that one yeah, wrong. Yeah, I got you? it wrong. The, win, wrong. the tackle percentage. Yeah. Uh, try assist. So Dane Cole was seven. Cody Taylor, eight. Uh, actually, Ash Dixon was six. Right. Uh, Sam Kane was five, and Paddy was at seven, wow. which is incredible for, yeah. for him to be up that high. I agree. Absolutely awesome. Mate, that is the Super Rugby Podcast That's for it. another week. Yeah. If our listeners would like to send through some quiz questions for us to do, yes, that would be great. Yeah, do that. They would save Toby. Well, how would we do it? Because you'd you'd be looking at... So what we would need to do is, in reality, they would need to send an email... One to say Damien's questions, yeah, and yeah, Toby's as the questions, title. and then send the answers to the opposite one. Do you know what I mean? So Toby's questions, you'd, you'd have my answers, type thing. Yeah, um, and then we'd pick them off. We'd pick them off from that. But that'd be great if you could do that. Uh, it would save us a bit of work and it'd make it more interesting, wouldn't it? It'd be some fairer <laughs> yeah. questions for yeah. us both to answer. Uh, so I may have more of a chance of winning. I can't oh, believe I they I'm were lost. okay. No, they were good, mate. Yeah, they were good. I was actually going to do this for the Australian franchises. Reds, then I thought, reds, reds, reds. No, I can't believe I got those wrong. My research was telling me other, otherwise. But anyway, anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure as yes. always, uh, entertaining you guys and girls for another week. Uh, meet us back here next week at the same time, same place. And if you want to go across and see our ugly mugs, then please also go on the YouTube channel. Give us some love over there. That'd be fantastic. But until next week, it's always a pleasure. Sleep well. Sleep well.
Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.